up, everybody? Welcome to another episode on the Christian Constitutionalist Podcast. The episode today is titled, Is Illegal Immigration Approved by God? Fortunately, many of my brethren, they believe in the whole concept of what would Jesus do, and that Jesus would welcome them with open arms. Later on, I'll do an episode regarding the indoctrination of what would Jesus do. But for today, I'm going to try to stay on topic. Romans chapter 13 talks about being subject to higher powers. I'm going to read verses 1 through 7, and I'm going to give you my thoughts. And I'm going to tell you the questions I had before I made this episode, and who I contacted and what was spoken about. And then afterwards, we're going to go to the Constitution after we discuss this. Verse 1, Let every soul be subject unto the higher powers, for there is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained of God. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive in themselves damnation. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to the evil. Would thou then not be afraid of the power? Do that which is good, and thou shalt have praise of the same. For he is the minister of God to thee for good. But if thou do that which is evil, be afraid, for he beareth not the sword in vain. For he is the minister of God, a revenger to execute wrath upon him that doeth evil. Wherefore, he must needs be subject, not only for wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For for this cause pay ye tribute also, for they are God's ministers, attending continually upon this very thing. Rending therefore to all their, uh, all their dues, tribute to whom tribute is due, custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. So I've read, I've read the Bible before, a couple times actually, and I've, I've heard of Romans 13, I've read Romans 13, and as I was getting my notes together, I, I read this again, and verse 2 shook me. Whosoever therefore resisteth the power, resisteth the ordinance of God, and they that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. I thought to myself, am I in sin for promoting what I promote? Repeating 1776. I had to put my feelings aside. I couldn't make this episode originally. Because um, I, I, my feel, I was really in, my feelings were in the way. And coming to, come out to be, my feelings were right. But it's not about my feelings. It's about what is truth. And I make that point to everybody because so many times we get we get so caught up in our feelings that we justify what we stand for based off our feelings and not based off of truth. When I was studying this, I had to, I had to reach out to somebody. So I reached out to a sister in Christ. We talked for over an hour about this. And I told her, and I asked her, I said, my sin. She said, I... I can only tell you what the Bible says, and verse 2 says what it says. So I explained to her about the Founding Fathers, about the Constitution and everything. Because it says, let every soul be subject unto the higher powers. Talking about the government, for there is no power but of God. The power that be, are, that be are ordained of God. God ordains government. God ordains leaders in our government. And, I've, and, and based off, you know, if you look at some commentaries and, and talk to different people and everything, God allows leaders to be in position. He ordains them, but he allows them to be in that position. 
I hate to say this. God is allowing Joe Biden to be in office, or whatever version of Joe Biden to be in office. He is allowing it. 2020 was rigged, absolutely. Joe and the hoe did not get elected. They were selected. But why were they selected? See, we as a society, we have strayed away from biblical principles and the Constitution. You know, Hosea 4.6, God says, My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. How many Americans actually know their Constitution? Or even some of it. How many Americans actually know the Bible in its context and are able to apply it properly? How many Americans are Christian constitutionalists? Very few. I I don't know 10. I do not know 10 people. And I say that with a with, with, with a lot of concern and hurt. Now back to verse 2. Whosoever therefore resists the power, resists the ordinance of God. They that resist shall receive to themselves damnation. First lady I'll talk to is a sister in Christ. All she can give me, all the only answer she can give me is, I know what the Bible says. I'm not educated enough to tell you if you're right or wrong. So I reached out to another brother. He's in his 70s. He served our country for 20 plus years. Um, he served our country proudly. He is someone that I can say is biblical and is constitutional. Very knowledgeable of the history uh, of the Constitution, just history in general, and very knowledgeable of the Word of God. And I'm proud to know him. Um, we stuck. We talked about this, and I told him my concern. I said, I think I'm. I think I'm. I think I'm in the right, but I want to make sure. Because now I'm not biblical. I need to make some changes. He said, no, you're absolutely right. So he said, you know, our founding fathers, we can debate all day long whether they were Christians or not. But one thing we cannot debate is that they were godly men. He says something that will stick with me probably forever. He said, Anthony, our founders made sure that they made it a point to study the scriptures every single day and to apply them. And they put us and they put us to shame with how they studied and without with how they applied it to their lives. Really think about that. Our founding fathers knew the Bible and they knew how to apply it. And that's why we read in here First Amendment, Second Amendment, and really all the amendments, especially the original ten. That go over what our rights are. Our, some of them are God-given rights, and some of them are you know, logical, you know, things that are just you know logical to do. I'm gonna read the first couple to you. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment or of religion, or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech, or the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. Second Amendment. A well-regulated militia, being necessary to the security of a free state, 
the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. They were God-fearing men, and many were, I believe, did their best to apply biblical principles. What I love about the Founding Fathers is that they did not force one religion upon the nation. If you understand the background of the Constitution and how it was written, they understood that under British rule, Catholicism was forced. And they were also told not to open up their Bibles and study it. And if they did not comply with Catholicism, they were punished. They wanted to make sure that people here were able to open their Bibles freely, to study it, and to practice it. Side note. This is a side note. Based off the context of the Constitution... And based how off the, the, the men and their backgrounds, it does say freedom of religion, doesn't it? Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof. I mean, look at the context, though. It's everything based off the Bible. So many denominations out there, they have taken the Bible, twisted it, made up their own religion. Well, that is wrong. But based off the First Amendment, they're able to do so. Doesn't mean they're right. It just means by law, they are able to. And that keeps from the government from forcing one religion. Now the other thing is, and this is going to maybe freak a lot of people out, based off the context of who the Founding Fathers were, and based off the context of the Constitution and what in the First Amendment, if you understand the history and the context of everything, um, I strongly believe that any religion that does not does not made any other religion that is not made uh, and established by the Bible or created by by the Bible, they should not be in America. Such as Islam and Mormons. I'll let y'all think about that for a while. Islam follows Islamists, they follow the Quran. They don't follow the Bible. Mormons, they don't follow the Bible. They follow the Book of Mormon. We have many denominations out there that were established by men who took the Bible and twisted it their own ways. And form their own churches. I disagree with that. I believe that the, that the one and only church. Was established in AD 33. You can read about it in Acts 2. And I also believe. When the Bible says that there is one Lord. One faith. One baptism. That there is one Lord. One faith. One baptism. But. When it comes to the constitution. I do not believe, because I'm a member of the Church of Christ, I do not believe in forcing the Church of Christ upon the nation and those who do not convert to to Christianity and become members of the Church of Christ should be punished. I do not believe that. I do believe in the separation of church and state. But what I will not do is I will not I will not silence myself from expressing why I believe what I believe. I will continue to speak the truth. I will I will continue to help educate people 
on the importance of biblical principles being applied to our daily lives and, and, and literally trying to show people the truth. Not my truth, but the truth. Many people have turned. Many people don't want to have told me they don't want to hear it. Many people will continue to say that. Here's what it is. People have the free will to say that. But there's also consequences that come with that. And not from me, but from God. So just because I'm a member of the Church of Christ, and just because I understand the the, the Bible and what it says, and I understand the Constitution, um, I'm again, I want to make it very clear. I do I do support the separation of church and state. And what I mean by that is I support there not being one religion that is forced upon, or any one religion being forced upon a nation. Based off the founding fathers, though, our country was was written by godly men and men that wanted to establish a government based off biblical principles. So, do your own research. Um, Always do your own research. So, how is it that illegal immigration, or is illegal immigration approved by God? No. I'll tell you why. Because they are not being subject unto the higher powers. Illegals are not being subject to the higher powers. God ordained the founding fathers. God ordained the United States government. Therefore, it is in our law that illegal immigration is unlawful. If you go to Article 4, Section 4, it says the United States shall guarantee to every state in this union a republican form of government and shall protect each of them against invasion. And on application of the legislator or of the executive, when the legislator cannot be uh, convened against domestic violence. There you have it, people. When you legally go into another country, you are invading another country. You don't have to have an act of war to invade another country. Again, they are not being subject to the higher powers. They are not being lawful. Now you may say, well, Anthony, what if they made it lawful? For people to come here and to benefit off of us and to become citizens just by walking in and filling out maybe some paperwork. Maybe. Well, our leaders being unconstitutional. And what what has this what has the higher powers granted us to do? When our government becomes tyrannical. Let's read this. Let's read the Declaration of Independence. Second paragraph. Uh, we're gonna start at we're gonna start at the beginning. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator, God. With certain unalienable rights, God-given rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. 
that whenever any form of the of the gov- of government becomes destructive of these things, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles. Biblical principles. Constitutional principles. And organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. That's the Constitution. Not every government has put in a law where their people can fight back if they go off the, into the deep. Our founding fathers specifically put that in there because they understood Romans 13 and what it said. And because they understood Romans 13, they understood, you know what, we've got to put in a law that the people are the ones in power and that they are able to to alter or abolish the government if it becomes destructive of these things. Ta-da! That right there is how governments should be formed off of biblical principle. Name me one government, name me one country that is founded and established on biblical principles. Name me one. I still haven't found it. The only one that I know of that was founded by godly men and founded on biblical principles was the United States of America. And we, the people, have not studied our Bibles and studied our constitutions and have not held our end of the bargain. And that's why the, the government has become tyrannical the way it has. is because of us. We, the people, are the reason why God is delivering us into the hands of our enemies. You look back in the Old Testament with the Israelites. The Israelites were handed over to the heathen when they turned from God. Why? Because they turned to idolatry, paganism. They turned to sacrificing babies. They turned to homosexuality. Homosexuality and abortion are two, the the murder of innocent blood, are two of the, the, the major and most consequential sins that you see in the Old Testament, where you see, you know what, when they started doing those two, they were immediately, well, I shouldn't say immediately, I'm sorry, they were eventually handed over to the heathen. When they did not follow God's word, they didn't immediately, God didn't immediately put, you know, hand them over to the heathen. I mean, you read in the Old Testament, forgive me for not writing this in my notes, but those who did not want to follow God that were of the children of Israel, God even allowed the earth to swallow them up and kill them. If you are not going to be used, if you are not going to allow God to use you, God may put you out. God may. He did it back then. I pray that I that I am a tool for the Lord. I pray that I will continue to be biblical and to be constitutional. 
Again, people, none of these ideas originated from me. Everything that we know, love, hope, redemption, salvation, forgiveness, marriage, the role of a man, the role of a woman, the role of children, how a house should be, how government should be. It all originates from the Bible. You take out the Bible, we have none of that. We don't know any of that. You take away the Bible, we are just like the people in the days of Noah. Wicked and drawn to our own lust. That's what happens when you leave God. In order for our country to, re to be revived, we must be biblical, we must be constitutional. It's not this my truth, your truth, my interpretation, your interpretation. No. What does it say? What is the context of it? And how can it properly be applied? It's not that hard, people. It's not. It takes work and it takes study. 2 Timothy 2.15 Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. If people did that, they would see, if they people understood 2 Timothy 2.15, applied it properly, and that's in that in that context, Paul is telling Timothy to study. It, talking about the scriptures. How do we properly apply that to our everyday lives? Study. Study the Constitution. Study the Bible. Study about education, what's being taught in our schools. Study, study about our government. Study about the three branches. Study these candidates that are running for elections. Study about the voting machines. Oh, study about sex trafficking. Let's 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 talk about that for a second. You cannot know your enemy if you do not study your enemy, right? Study takes work. How many people in America do not want to work? How many people are lazy? How many people want to stay free but not be biblical or constitutional? That's what kills me the most. Is so many people want to be biblical, so-called biblical, or constitutional, but not both. And they expect us to be a free nation. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. You're very wrong. We must be Christian constitutionalist. We must. We must. In the Constitution, it gives us the right to form a militia. Many people have asked me, why don't you join a militia? I'll tell you why. The reason why I will not form, I, I will not form or join a militia is because with what I stand for, very few people stand for. And I only know one of them other than myself. And that was that gentleman I mentioned earlier. And he doesn't even live here. If you, you've heard me several times say, I will not compromise. And last episode, I believe it was, I talked about my military story. Let me tell you something, people. When you when you go through what I went through in the military, um, you learn you you learn something, especially when you make the choices I I made with not compromising. I learned something. God is for us; who can be against us? Another thing I learned 
I do not fear man. I fear God. My time is cut short here. Guess what? I will be in heaven. I will be in paradise. But if God allows me many years on this earth, I will do my best to live for him and to be biblical and constitutional. I do not fear man. I fear God. And if God is for me, who can be against me? Unfortunately, God is not for the United States of America right now. Because we have turned from him. We have weak men and weak women and so many people in our society, including the church, they compromise. They compromise. So many people are desperate for freedom, but they're willing to join gays against groomers because they happen to say a few true things. I believe they're a Trojan horse. I will not side by people. I will not fight alongside people who are not biblical and not constitutional. Not one or the other. They have to be both. Or else I will not fight by them. I'm a lone wolf. And that's okay. Like I said, if God takes me away sooner than later, so be it. I'll do my best. I love my life. I love my wife. I love God's creation. But one thing I know for certain is that paradise is much better. And I want to help many people get there. I love this country. I love my family. I love my state. Unfortunately, uh, not everybody loves God. Not everybody loves this country. Not everybody loves truth. If you haven't seen it yet, you can see it on social media, on my profiles. My promise to every American citizen. I, Anthony Avolio, will continue to support and defend the Bible and the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. I will guard those with my life, and I will fight for them with every breath that I have and with every ounce of energy that I have. Please know that. I'm not perfect. I have struggles just like the rest of us do. I make mistakes. I have fallen. But you know what? I repent. I do better. I try. <laughs> and I do my best to live for God. Is illegal immigration approved by God? No. Is it lawful that we, the people, alter or abolish our government? Yes, because they put it in the Constitution. It's law. Declaration of Independence and the Second Amendment. Unfortunately, 
many countries do not have laws like that. But the only way we can revive this nation is if we really are biblical and constitutional. I'm not about winning the battle. I'm about winning the war. Just because we may be world power right now does not mean that we can't be taken over. We can have the best weaponry. We can have the best armor. We can have the best. Um, we can have the best soldiers. But if we are not godly, if we are not biblical and constitutional, we will fall. Rome fell, Persia fell, Babylon fell, and many others fell. And look how mighty they were. We're no different. We just live in a more technological age. Be biblical, be constitutional. If God is for us, who can be against us? Is illegal immigration approved by God? No. It is unbiblical. It is unconstitutional. Share this episode with everybody that you can. And I pray it helps. Thank you very much.